Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm Robin Birkin, and I am so grateful and honored that you're here today. From my own journey with infertility and loss to becoming a mind-body practitioner and holistic fertility coach, it is my sincere hope that I can help make your journey to conceive lighter, more supported, and easier by sharing deep emotional well-being guidance, doable conception tips, and real talk about what infertility and loss looks like. I'm here with you every step of the way. Now let's begin. I had my egg retrieval on the 20th of December and I then had a pregnancy test. So I had my transfer two days later on the 22nd and I had a pregnancy test on the 31st of December. We then learnt about two days before my seven-week ultrasound that the pregnancy wasn't viable. And one of my friends had his birthday, which was a dress-up birthday, on about the 16th, 15th or 16th of January. So pretty much dead on when I had just had a medical miscarriage, learning that my pregnancy wasn't viable. If I had the darkest weeks or months of my life, Those were the darkest months and weeks of my life. And that party is etched into my mind from my season of trying to conceive and my life because it was one of the many times that I just felt sad and deflated by a friend's pregnancy. I was still recovering from hyperstimulation at this point and had just had a medical miscarriage and very much the last thing on earth that I felt like doing was going to a friend's dress-up birthday party. So bar humbug, I didn't dress up. (laughs) I went in just a black kind of flowy short dress because I was still all bloated and feeling disgusting, still recovering from the miscarriage. And I dragged a big water drink bottle around, which had become kind of my BFF with hyperstimulation. So they all dressed up. They were all having fun. And I was like, yay, wearing my sunglasses. And there she was. I still remember her. She was really, like, fit. She did a lot of running. And she had gone through. This was a friend of mine or probably more of an acquaintance. She'd gone through infertility as well. She'd done IVF as well, pretty much a a few months before me. And on her first IVF cycle, she got pregnant. And so did I. But I then had a medical miscarriage. And she was glowing and gorgeous with about a four or five-month-old pregnant belly. She was wearing a tight-fitting dress. And I don't, have, I don't have a mean word to say about her because she looked absolutely stunning. She was rubbing her belly, so she deserved to. And I was one of the last of my friends to get pregnant. Like, And I don't mean just in my close friendship circle. I mean extended friends. And then all my IVF friends were getting pregnant as well. And I have this friend and two others who got pregnant on their first IVF cycle. And here I was 
feeling so left behind and deflated. I talk about my miscarriage all the time because it truly was a moment of having my eyes opened that I really wasn't coping. Definitely not coping well on my journey. So what changed for me? What did future stories and experiences look like for me? And so it was a relatively short period of time that I realized I wasn't coping. That party was one big moment of saying, there's got to be a better way for me to do life. I can't keep going to parties, to breakfasts, to functions and seeing people who are pregnant. I can't keep going into work feeling like I'm stuck in a muddy fog and can't focus when I worked in a workplace that was 95% female, literally. I can't keep going there and being surrounded by other people getting pregnant and I'm not and coming home and feeling deflated every single day. You know, I just couldn't continue living my life this way. And so that was the start of me saying that I needed to do something differently in my life. And a couple of things that I want to let you know today about when you feel upset about your friend's pregnancy. The first thing that I want to let you know is that if your mindset is strong all around, it's not, it doesn't sting as much. You may still have days just in the same way of navigate, like that you navigate the grief of a lost one. There may still be days when it hits you and it feels a bit rough. But if generally your mindset is strong, you are less derailed by what is happening with other people. So if you are feeling like this is really hard and you're generally not coping, then it's completely understandable that you will be rocked by events like this. That was me. I was rocked by events like this. One of the first things I did was to look at my mindset, my coping, all of that generally on a big level and improve that. I gave myself the energy to be able to cope. The energy, I usually call it a lot of this adaptive energy. I gave myself the energy to adapt to new information quickly. Another thing that you may consider is having strong boundaries So what that might look like, having boundaries with yourself around things like social media use. Having boundaries with yourself about what you will and won't say to people. Coping may look like having to get out of your shell a little bit more and tell people how they can support you rather than expecting them to know how to support you through this. And that might look like gently requesting that if they have news to share, if they could give you a heads up by text in advance. That might look like working on feelings of jealousy and resentment. Here's what I want to let you know about jealousy and about resentment. My take on jealousy is that it is desire mixed with feelings and thoughts that it's not possible for you. There's nothing wrong with desiring anything. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have a child. 
There's nothing wrong with wanting to be included with your friends. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course, there's nothing wrong. There's actually nothing wrong with any of the feelings that you have. They're like signposts. They're there for a reason. They're there for us to process and to have a look at what this might mean for us. Hey, we'll be back with our episode in just a moment, but I'm here to drop in with an invitation for you to my free new masterclass, Goodbye TTC Anxiety, Hello Gorgeous Life. If trying to conceive is feeling like the hardest thing you've ever gone through, I promise you are not alone. But that doesn't mean you have to allow it to swallow up your life, your relationship, your joy and your peace. But here's the kicker. Our instinctive go-to strategies and what we've been taught growing up are the exact same things that are making it 10 times worse. Want to know what actually works to help you feel and cope better? That's what I teach in this class. It's free and it's an hour-long investment of your time. That could just be the one hour that turns everything around. How to get your hands on this training? Head to robinburkin.com slash ready for change. You'll get instant access and a big discount into my program, The Reset, plus a free meditation. Head to robinburkin.com slash ready for change. It's time for change. Okay, let's get back to this episode. Jealousy, resentment, anger, guilt, they all serve, you know, some purpose or allow us to reflect, right, and look at what do we need to give ourselves permission for right? And so give yourself permission to feel all of the feelings that you have. But have a look at the second. When you say, when people say to me on my Instagram stories, how do I navigate jealousy? The real question for me is how do you navigate the thoughts in your mind that it's not possible for you, that it's not going to happen for you? How do you navigate uncertainty and how do you navigate not being in control of your timelines in life because that jealousy is not really the issue. Desire is not really an issue. However, if you feel like it's not possible for you, which deep down, if you are continuing to try to conceive, if you're continuing with fertility treatments, there is some spark within you somewhere that feels like it is possible. Maybe that voice is just really quiet, but this other voice that says, you know, ah, it's not going to happen for you, you know, that inner critic inside, ah, is this you know, really going to be for you? You know, surely you can't do this, whatever it is. You're messing it up. Why did you wake up from sleep? You're messing it up. That voice, you know, that inner critic is speaking really loudly to us. How do we overcome that and start to feel like we're worthy? It is possible for us. My life, can still be amazing for me. What's possible for them, anything, baby, happiness, joy, purpose, fulfillment, is also possible for me. And how do you tune into that rather than feel like you can't feel, you shouldn't be feeling jealous for a friend or sad for feeling left behind? All of your feelings are valid. You're allowed to feel that. And you actually don't need other people's permission to feel that. You don't need them to understand why you feel that. You don't need them to be okay with you feeling that. So for me, number one, the big thing that helped was developing a strong mindset overall. But the reframe that helped me feel better was one day I had a bit of a think about 
what would life look like if nobody around me could get pregnant? What if everybody had the same issues? What if it wasn't working for anybody? I would not want to be part of that crowd. Let's pretend my whole town couldn't get pregnant. I would be like, what's happening in this town? I don't want to be in this town. Because I would feel like struggles to conceive would be contagious. So then I started to feel like, well, what if getting pregnant was contagious? What if everyone getting pregnant around me was good luck for me? What if everybody getting pregnant around me, what if they all brought their good energy and their good baby vibes and their good baby get pregnant energy and that was like giving me magic fairy dust to help me get pregnant too? Because I definitely wanted to drink the water that pregnant people were drinking. And then I was like, actually, yeah, I really want to be around this energy. And granted, that didn't mean I had to find their conversations about naps and and feeding interesting. That didn't mean I had to, you know, listen to all of that. I could definitely go out and find my own friends to actually have some fun. But that I didn't want to be around just like a society that couldn't get pregnant. And as I'm saying this, I'm like, "Eh, that maybe sounds like you shouldn't join a support call. You should, because that is also how you get the energy. The research has shown people in support groups, number one, if you just listened to one of my past episodes, having support is one of the best strategies for coping with infertility and also improving your relationship through infertility. But in actual fact, research has shown that people who join support groups, twice as many of them get pregnant in comparison to those not in support groups. So that's a kind of similar thing. You want that energy. You want the energy of people who are making positive inroads to try and get pregnant and sharing tips and sharing support. You want all of that energy as well. And that was sort of what helped me feel better was saying, actually, it's okay for me to, if I want it to be possible for them, it's going to be possible for me too, rather than feeling like if it happens to them, it can't happen for me. I felt like it would, you know, having their energy always improve my chances of getting pregnant. So if you are in the situation where you feel like someone has got pregnant, you know, they're starting to drop like flies and you are starting to get left behind. Here's a few few little tips. Number one, make sure that you have boundaries. Have boundaries around social media. Have boundaries, you know, that stop you from feeling ambushed when you least need it. Can you take off the notifications on your phone from social media? It's a generally healthy strategy (laughs) for all, not just for being ambushed on social media. Can you take off the notifications so that you can set the times of when you are prepared to deal with things like that? If you feel sad by someone getting pregnant, know that you don't have to have just one emotion or one dominant emotion. You can have about 10 emotions wrapped up in a ball that you can sit and process. Some anger, some resentment, some jealousy, some happiness for them, 
some joy that they finally got pregnant too. It's okay to have lots of mixed and messy feelings around that. Okay. And know that there is no guilt or shame or shade around any of your emotions and that other people don't have to understand support like it. That doesn't mean be rude to people in any capacity, but that means being okay with other people not understanding what you're going through and maybe finding support in people who do understand what you're going through. Know also, though, that just because you are feeling this way today doesn't mean that this is going to be the way for every other person's pregnancy. If you have, again, if you have a strong mindset, then it smooths the bumps of everything. I hope that helps. That's a little bit of my story, a few tips, my take on jealousy and other emotions. And please, as always, go gentle with yourself. You're still here. Exciting news. You've just made it to the end of the podcast, which means, my friend, you've just unlocked a secret page on my website just for my podcast VIPs. Head to robinberkin.com slash podcast VIP to unlock my secret page where I share heaps of stuff, including 15 unknown facts about me, my top five podcast episodes, and my very best free resources to help you feel better fast. Unlock your secret page at robinberkin.com slash podcast VIP. But now some important formalities. This episode was recorded on the land of the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation, who are the traditional custodians of the land that we work on today. We pay our respects to the owners past and present and to the ongoing living culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait people. If you or someone you know needs immediate and significant support to cope with the emotional toll of infertility, including depression, please contact your doctor or healthcare professional. The information provided on the Fertility Warriors podcast does not replace psychotherapy or individual medical advice. It's here for inspiration and an alternative support resource based on life coaching and mind-body strategies that may complement other endeavours. True warriors know that seeking help when they need it is a sign of strength. So take this as your permission slip. For full terms and conditions, visit robinberkin.com slash terms dash and dash conditions. Go gentle with yourself. Bye for now.